Welcome to TuneIn's In Conversation With podcast series, in which we invite Kenyan leaders and trailblazers to discuss their lives and work. Today's episode is part of our Spin Music Vertical, featuring Nairobi musicians Blinky Bill and Madhoni Drummer Queen. This is the second of three segments. Find part three at www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. This is Tune In by the In Network. You know, when I'm just thinking about what you've been saying, right, it really strikes me that we raised ourselves in this industry, right? Just yeah. not having these people that we could have access to to tell us things. Yeah. So I guess the question I would ask is what's the best piece of advice that came your way? And what's a thing that you wish somebody had told you? And um, what's a really valuable piece of advice that we're giving to this, you know, yeah. to next? To, I think, sometimes, no doesn't mean your work. Mm. Just no means it's like, it's not time yet. Mm. Um, Man, that's a good piece of information. That's a good piece of advice. Yeah, it's like... Like, the more I think about it, like, I struggle with the idea that you're ahead of your time. Completely. Because if you're ahead of your time, but you're living in this time, Mm. so is it you that should dumb down? Mm. Should you wait for everyone to catch Mm. up? Like, what do you do with yourself? Mm. I I think about Messi, Outkast, George Clinton, the case of flavor, mm. Kalamashaka, all mm. the guys that were dope, but they didn't have. Okay, some of them, like Messi and them, they did have the, they they made it, like. But I think about uh, groups like Keshaka or Case South, mm. and a part of me now that thing I was telling you about mm. being ahead of your time. Those guys were, I wish they were able to, like, they started all this, and, like, their skill levels were so way high. Mm. Like, I played in London mm. in 2018, and a bus came through. Mm. Like, he drove from, I think he lives, like, maybe 100 kilometers from London. Mm. And he came through and performed with me. I was like, man, like, one, I love this guy. These guys, I love this guy. I love mm. these guys so much. But also thinking that if, for us who think that there's a lack of support, I can't even imagine how difficult it was for them mm. to have such dope projects. Mm. As like, I always say this that sometimes I feel like we're talking to the same two thousand people in terms of in a population of forty million. Like, I wish the numbers of people who are engaging actively were way more. Because now that could, like, really help tip the skills. It's changing. It is changing. But, like, that's, for me, that's how I feel. It's, maybe someone can say, okay. But for them, like, you listen to Nairobism, you listen to Nairobi, you listen to uh, some case. Case of uh, Kalamashaka's 
fast projects. And I'm like, bro, I like I we need a hall of fame for these guys with a ton of tunes so that all the frustrations that they had to go through for this to be a little bit easier for us, for us to make it a little bit easier for the next mm. guys is like, yeah. And I want to say that I think that it's on us, yeah. right? This is, this is also the blessing of who we are, yeah. right? As, as leaders yeah. and as industrialists for the creative industry, yeah. right? And, and, and as, as icons and as visionaries. This is literally on us to say, yeah, so we will do uh, you know, a, a hall of fame. But more importantly, I think is like this body of work, this incredible artistry that was done by all these artists has to become accessible to a new generation of artists. Because for me, I think a fundamental problem has been that the children do not know their greatness because nobody ever gave it to them, right? Yeah. You have radio stations that don't spend 98% of their time playing the greatness of this Kenya. Exactly. So how do young Kenyans know, you know, that even as Blinky and Mothoni are on tour, we're not the first Kenyans to be on tour, right? The Mushrooms was already on tour in the 70s and in the 80s, right? Uh, the things that we are doing are not new. Uh, yeah, and just to inter- interrupt you, Kidogo, and interject, uh, like Ayubogada, Absolutely. Black Savage. Absolutely. Kanye West. Yes. Getting... Ayubogada's song to sample it on his project mm. when the song isn't played on Kenyan radio. It's insanity. It's insanity. It's, like how can this yeah. like how how does this exist? Yeah. And like people yeah. walk around yeah. like it's normal. So you, yeah. you get for me it's crazy. Anyway, I've I've talked about that enough. But <laughs> but it it annoys the shit out of me. Yeah. But also that's also again the the power that we have and and sometimes when i think about all the dope kenyans out here doing stuff being let down by fucking systems mm. that are built to out reward mediocrity at mm. every level it mm. pisses me off so mm. much it's like man like we have so many and not even the people that we know, the, the guys who are just in the wings or quietly doing their thing mm. in tech and like all these other fields, innovating, but consistently being let down by these systems. Like, so now we have to be like the guys who are like, yo, okay, we know what's up. We know what's up. We know what's up. We really know what's up. And this thing can't go on. This thing, like these things that you've set, this template that's been set cannot go on. For me, I feel like one of the best pieces of of advice I got at the beginning was from a DJ who was actually putting me down, right? And he said to me, Madhoni, singers are a dime a dozen. So what's going to make you special? And I'm so grateful that he said that. You know, in that moment, it felt like, Right, but in retrospect, it's like you're right. Singers are a dime a dozen. People who can sing, like purely on a talent basis, like I can think of fifty people easily who a hundred percent deserve to be way further or to have the same opportunities that I've had. But what that made me do is to 
step back and think, okay, so singing is one thing that I'm going to do. And I'm going to do that and I'm going to do it in a way that allows me to express myself. And for me, as we've had many conversations with you, for me, there's a question about mainstreaming on my terms, right? You create a lane until your lane is, it is a lane, right? And others can then use the same lane and develop new lanes. But um, it also asked, made me ask my question, so who would I be if I was not a singer, right? And one of the answers for me fundamentally was like, then I'm going to be an industry builder, right? So we are going to Henry Ford this thing, right? You have to develop these things. So we know for a fact that there has been no system that allows the continuity of music. The rights holders, for example, of, of Kenyan music from the 60s and 70s, which is what all of us should have as our natural birth rate to sample, to listen to, to learn from, right? The connection with our ethnic identity so that we can take from that and ask, what does this mean now in 2020? So knowing that nobody has done that then became my life's work, right? It's like, okay, the music thing, that one is mine. And the people who are called in mine, the ones who love me, on onipenda. Tuko pamoja. Wasi onipenda. Don't mind. Home. Don't mind, right? Because you, the thing that I'm going to do is going to be greater than a song that I make for you. The thing I'm going to do is to make an avenue for another generation of artists and another generation of Kenyans to know that they were great. And. Um, and that is exactly And that's the... that's our work, man. And when they see you succeeding, to me the reason why you're useful, you know, of course I'm a fan and I love the music and I'm happy to see what you're doing as an artist. But the thing for me that's like most significant about what you're doing is like they didn't see we didn't know icons. Now we know icons by name. This icon we even can go to his studio. Because you exist, there's a kid in Kilgoris. Right, who's going to be like, oh, this music thing? I can even travel. I, you know, you've just reminded me of the conversation I had with my folks when I was like, I was studying sports science. I'm mm. like, man, this is like, it's not helpful to me on any. Like, I don't care for it. It's dope, but it's mm. dope. Like, I learned a few gym techniques because for them, being an artist meant that. I'd be playing in bars. Mm. And I don't even blame them mm. because they that's what they knew. Mm. Like they knew that if I'm an, like me wanting to be an artist means me wanting to play in bars. And mm. so like there's no example that I could give you mm. of what I want to do. Absolutely. The only thing I can do is show you. Mm. It's like I like with absolutely nothing. No not necessarily any backing, not like no one being like, you know what? I, when we made the first viral video in Kenya, mm. the video was shot on 7,000 bob. Mm. What? Yeah. Makmende was done on 7,000 7, shillings. What? And, so to, <laughs> and that was the 7,000 bob was to feed our friends. Yeah. So the thing was, was the concept. Mm. And Eventually, when it happened and it started to open a bunch of doors, for me, it was like, I didn't know how it was going to pan out. But then now the, I could see my folks being like, okay, maybe this thing could work. Now, today, I was passing by my mom to give her some stuff. I was like, she, 
like she's become my biggest supporter mm. just off of the fact that I had to show her. Yeah. And this is for me like I don't argue with people when people tell me that's not going to work. My new album is called No Road Ahead. No Road Ahead. Because oh, sad. Because, Let's drink to that name. Yeah. Because I've been told mm-hmm. I've been oh sorry. To No Road Ahead. Because I've been told so many times that there's no road ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be like, oh, okay, there's no road ahead. We're going to make a road where there's no road. Absolutely. It's like, I, I, I don't, like, that's the formula. That's your formula. Don't impart the things that you think will work for you Absolutely. on me. Absolutely. And I think, to me, this is really one of the things that makes me believe like when we worked on our second or third song together yeah. and we said uh, on the track we said who's taking over Nairobi taking over yeah. right this kind of idea of things that didn't exist before roads that didn't exist before paths that didn't exist before and then saying right, there is no road and there's no precedent but watch me become the road <laughs> right yeah. um, I really feel strongly that that's that's something that we've also acquired from this place, you yeah. know. When we, when when you think about like what it really means to come like from this place where we come from, this place called Nairobi, this thing that is home, it's like, yeah. it's a it's a it's a it's a mishmash. Ninety eight percent of times when I'm in Nairobi, I'm like, there's no planning here. No one has, no one is thinking even not even thinking three years from now, right? Yeah. When you make this like bridge or when you make this highway or like this stupid new road that they were proposing to make from like the airport to wherever, like. Nobody's thinking what does this actually mean in 10 years, in yeah. 20 years from now, right? Yeah. Um, so in many ways, it's just like sugarcane growing in a, in a sewage <laughs> pool. It's just going to grow, right? Um, but that idea of then doing and inventing and then reinventing and becoming the, your, your, your own gold standard. And I think that this, this, to me, this is a texture of Nairobi and I feel this is the texture of Binky. Yeah. And it's the texture and it's been who you are from the beginning when you even say that you made a video on 7,000. For a lot of us, it wasn't so much, it didn't matter what it cost to make the video. What was important for us was to see ourselves, right? The idea of like a Mark Mender, to see ourselves, to see these stories that were not, uh, we were fun and we were cool and we were interesting and we were our own standard, mm. right? And for once, we didn't have to reference something else. It's like, oh yeah, this is us. This is, and it's potentially, I think, why the thing became so yeah. so viral. And so I, I, I guess I'm really, what I'm saying is I'm very excited to hear <laughs> Noro the Head because I, 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 really, I really believe that. And, and many times, you know, also as being this generation of Kenyans yeah. existing in this very crap version of Kenya, 98% of the times when you look at the odds, it's like, you get, what is it? There can be no road ahead here unless like yeah. a whole new thing is invented. Maybe we don't need a road. Maybe we just need to go like into the clouds. Maybe we just need to develop a whole super highway in the air, yeah. you know? That concludes part two of three of TuneIn's In Conversation With series with Kenyan musicians Blinky Bill and Madhoni Drummer Queen. For part three and more exciting content, head to www.innairobi.com forward slash tune in. Thank you for listening. We give special thanks to Two Grapes Wine and Friends in Kilimani for hosting this discussion. This is Tune In by the In Network. Learn more at www.innairobi.com 
or on Instagram at the In Network NBO.